0: Hey, welcome to Shortcast with Ryan, and I'm your host. Thanks for tuning in to episode nine of Shortcast with Ryan. This episode is going to be another business idea, and out of all of the business ideas I've had on this podcast so far, I think this is the one that probably has the most legs, probably has the most potential to actually be a viable business and be implemented and change lives. Let's jump into it. It's times like these where myself and others wish we could grow and provide food for ourselves and community. Unfortunately, not only am I unable to farm, I don't even think I could keep a garden going. I can't imagine how I'd be able to grow my own food from my home or how my neighborhood would sustain a community garden, without any help, that is. Luckily, there's an app for that. The app is called Garden. You open it, and you have two options. Option one is if you're a farmer or or gardener. Option two is if you want a farm or a garden. You want a garden, so you click that the button that says you want a garden. You answer questions about the food you want to grow and the space you have to grow it in. Maybe you have a balcony. Maybe a backyard. Maybe you have an actual plot of land. After that, you're instantly connected with several local garden masters and given a few different prices for each of them. You select Gary the Gardener, who says he can come and set up a tomato operation on your balcony for $50 and keep it maintained for $5 a week. You accept, and all of a sudden, Gary the Gardener becomes your professional garden master who sets up your balcony garden and makes sure you have everything you need every week to grow some scrumptious tomatoes. Now, let's say you live in a suburban neighborhood, and you want to start a community garden. You pool together some money, and someone from the neighborhood opens up the app. You want a community garden that grows tons of essential fresh and healthy foods for the neighborhood. So you pick the types of foods that the neighborhood might want and the size of the garden that y'all have a plot of land for, and you're matched with a personal gardener who comes out and sets up and tends the community farm. Now your neighborhood is producing its own food that can be distributed and sold To your neighborhood and community. Also, you're creating work and providing pay for someone who can garden and farm. That's the idea. I call it Gig Garden. It's another platform that I imagine running through a website, an app that connects people that want either personal gardens, a personal plant, or neighborhood or commercial uh, farms it connects these people that have these needs with people who know how to garden and know how to farm similar to fashion sense you connected the people that have fashion advice with people that need to learn how to dress Um, you connect people who want a garden farm with people that know how to garden and farm so how did I come out with this idea. This one was a little more complex, but I came up with it in a similar way to the other platforms uh, that I have come up with before. So I was looking into food insecurity in Northwest Arkansas, and there was a lot of creative ideas around farming more food um, and enabling the food insecure to farm. We saw that a general trend was most people don't eat enough vegetables or generally nutritious food, especially those who are food insecure or below the poverty line. But we also saw that fresh food not only helps people's health and sense of happiness, but growing it uh, has a positive effect on people as well. People like farming and enjoy the process of having your own fresh food. The problem is that so many people don't have the time or the skills to set up a garden or a farm themselves. And the other problem is that there's people out there that know how to do this that are simply doing it for themselves. So, I was thinking, would I, myself, would I be willing to pay someone a few dollars to come and set up just a personal either hanging garden on my back porch or a little six by six foot plot of land in my backyard to grow stuff? And the answer was yes, I would. If I could pay someone to come and do the gardening for me and set it up and maintain it, I would, I would pay that to be able to enjoy that fresh produce. And I think there's people who know how to garden and farm that would be willing to get paid. Then The solution is creating the easiest way possible to connect that problem to the solution. Now, any good business idea has benefits for all people in what we call stakeholders in a business. So I want to tell you a little bit how I think this could benefit both individuals and a community. So first of all, there's more fresh and healthy food, and it's been shown that people who Eat more fresh and healthy food, and communities that eat better live better. Walmart. <laughs> um, you know, this also promotes gardening and farming across communities. Uh, some of the problems in the world have to do with farming that's commercial and all over the world. You know, the supply chains um, and all that that adds price and it reduces fresh freshness and nutrition in general. So being able to grow f- food as individuals and communities keeps uh, food in the same system that's growing it. I think it's a very healthy way to have a community. You know, I think... Lots of neighborhoods or communities would benefit from having a community garden, but the problem is who's going to set it up, how are they going to do it, are people going to take turns tending it. It's just a lot of work, but lots of times neighborhoods, especially neighborhoods that are uh, kind of fenced off or gated or uh, those types of neighbors, they have neighborhood fees already which they could pool together to have someone set up and maintain and run that community garden, which would just produce fresh fruit for the community. You know, at the end of the day, too, if you were able to scale this and let's say have bigger plots of lands and had excess food, you could either give that food to people that need it most, like those who are experiencing homelessness, uh, or you would be able to sell or trade this excess food to others who are creating food. So I think this one's a little more obvious for how it can help farmers or gardeners. But I'll go into it anyway. So this is essentially an Uber for farming. If you know how to farm, if you know how to garden, then you can become one of the expert gardeners or farmers and get paid to go and garden or farm. So this makes it easier to make a living if you know how to garden or farm. Because you don't have to rely solely on the food you produce and sell. You can now go and help other people produce their own food. And you're essentially the labor that's hired to do that. Now, I love thinking of these types of ideas because it expands kind of the meaning of work and what work is and rethinks the way we've done work in the past because we can do it in different ways now. And so another cool thing is that this can just give farmers additional income but this could probably help um certain groups of people find work i think farming and gardening while it's very complex i think it's something that can be taught to a lot of different people i know of elderly citizens who don't currently have a job or a work but know how to garden know how to farm and really enjoy that type of connection and work with nature. Lots of people who are elderly are already creating their own gardens. Imagine being able to pay them for the work they're already doing and connecting the elderly within the community to grow gardens and farms. I think there's also an opportunity for people who might have a physical um, or more mental disability to be able to farm. I uh, have worked in the past with a place called SLS, which is Spectrum Living Solutions, that dealt with people um, and helped people who were on the spectrum of autism. And one of the things they were doing was teaching these people who have autism or on the spectrum, teaching them how to garden. And this was something that is hard to do, but it is doable. And so I think this could be A job that just opens up more opportunities for more people to find creative ways to get paid while helping the community at the same time. Now, I wanted to briefly go over the business model. I don't want to spend too much time, but this is just an overview of how I think this could actually be a scalable and profitable business that also helps people. First of all, you start with the problem. People want fresh food. They want to pay for it, and they want to be able to grow it themselves. They want a garden. So these people pay into the system because they are the ones that have the need that needs to be filled. There's other people that want to be paid or have the skills to be paid to set up gardens and grow the food. So how it works is probably a subscription or maybe a one-time service fee where if I want a garden, I pay let's say $50 to get it set up. Of that 50 most of it goes directly to the gardener. But a little bit of that is skimmed off the top to support the app and the system and the business of Gig Gardener. It's not a ton. The majority of the money will be passed through. The reason you're only able to you're able to take a few dollars off is that because whenever you do this one time it's not that much money but if you're able to build this system that connects thousands or tens of thousands of gardeners with people who are paying them to garden that just creates so many transactions that it it, it achieves scale and therefore profitability and that's it that is the idea ...of Gig gig Garden or Gig Gardener. I think it's one of the best ideas that I've had a podcast about yet... ...because it solves such a big problem related to food... ...and being able to produce more of it... ...and provide work and pay for more types of people. Thank you for listening through this episode. I appreciate it a ton. Right now, the world is crazy. I'm recording this in my closet, sitting down on my iPhone... And it's March 15th, and I'm in northwest Arkansas. The coronavirus is, has shut down most of the world, and we are still waiting in the United States to see what's going to come of it. I've been very fascinated in following the coronavirus very intently, as it has so much effect on everything I'm thinking, since I have to work from home for the next three months, and I'm blessed and lucky to be able to do that and afford that, I think I'm going to try to make two episodes this week. And one will be about the coronavirus and what I'm seeing, what where I'm getting my information, and how I'm making decisions and dealing with all of this craziness. Feel free to reach out. And give me any feedback on this episode. My Instagram is Ryan, and my email is shortcast.vlog at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening. My name is Ryan and you're listening to Shortcasts with Ryan. Have a great day.